This is Vishwanath for Winning Edge Talks podcast. The topic of this episode is Say No to Sex Appeal in Sports. I am in conversation with Mrs. Rachel Shetty. You will now be listening to the part 2 of the episode. Thank you. You are talking about the culture. So when you think of the South American countries in places like uh, all those South American countries, they are very comfortable, you know, uh, uh, on the beach and whatever they are wearing and how skippy it is. Uh, it's a proud moment for them. But when they play those games, they say, so what's the big deal, you know, so we are okay with that. So when the organizers uh, make rules, they may even insist that when they are all okay to wear this, why do you gr- why are you grumpy? Why do you grumble? Why do you want to resist? So this is uh, one point. And uh, uh, let's come to the film land for that matter. Uh, female actors or actresses nowadays they are called more as actors are, are also made to expose you know reveal uh, asked to wear revealing clothes and expose their bodies and we know for whatever reason and uh, now many come out saying that uh, if you know, the girl, nowadays the girls are all bold everybody is willing to expose if we, if we don't do it some other girl will be ready to take up the role that is one point second is Many also say that uh, we are against uh, exposure, but if the script demands it, we are okay with it. So there is a there is this here. There's a they don't fix their priorities. Uh, they don't know where to draw the line. Uh, sometimes uh, they yield to the compulsions because uh, they have done so much of uh, sacrifice to get there, and they want to see that their careers are boosted, and uh, they want want to make a, a lot of fame and money. So this is also another uh, uh, reason, and. Um, uh, and uh, yes, uh, because of this, uh, many when some do and some don't do, again this becomes a, a debatable thing. And uh, as you said, somebody will be victimized, and uh, somebody has to pay the uh, price for it. Uh, maybe now again coming to the sporting industry, like in the film industry, uh, maybe uh, some of the women athletes, uh, maybe they are a little bit exhibitionist in their nature when they are, they are proud to show off their bodies. And uh, some say that uh, let my game become popular so that let us attract more uh, gate money. And so, uh, when when a lot of people, spectators come, uh, we do earn more in return. It's a win-win situation. So what's not the big deal? Let's go on and expose. Uh, anyways, it's like this. And uh, this is how it goes on. Uh, so do you think in, in a way uh, the women also uh, cooperated with this uh, kind of uh, ruling that encouraged the uh, rule makers to do more of this? Yeah, so I think, uh, again, depending on the, um, you know, cultural background, some people are very comfortable, say in the US, people are very comfortable wearing, you know, um, uh, clothing, which is, if you look at Serena Williams, the way she wears clothes itself, slightly different and she's comfortable. Uh, whereas there are other cultures that are not. Um, so, you know, but when it comes to sports, um, maybe initially, you know, they could, um, uh, we have to look at, in the Olympics, look at across cultures and see what is comfortable. Uh, just because a few of them uh, want to wear, yes, that may, uh, again, are we looking at, we are penalizing the women to wear the skimpy clothing. Can we focus instead, you look at the TV when these games are uh, uh, played. They, the focus is only on what they're wearing. 
regardless of what they are wearing let us focus on their games you know let us not look at uh, we're not the women are not encouraging it's like uh, you know when a, when a rape happens we blame the women wearing the clothing so what we really need to do is regardless of what they are wearing they should not be forced to wear something but in a, uh, you know in a sport like tennis where um, these women wear what they want um, it's it's okay with me i'm okay with it as long as they are comfortable in their bodies are they encouraging it no how are they encouraged they you know they are not really encouraged but the tv ratings go up and therefore they focus on their bodies focus on the statistics instead it's always about what they wear about women do they focus on the men's um, clothing they don't so therefore i kind of it's not women who is encouraging but it is the tv or the sponsors that are focusing on certain body parts they are responsible for it and the women have gone with it because i think they did not voice their opinion in the earlier days today's world especially after the me too uh, movement has come women are voicing what they feel that is not right for them so uh, yes. that is where we are uh, completely especially with social changes that is happening these days right so even the earlier the policies were different and uh, the athletes had no voice it was only the sponsors that made those decisions today the athletes who are in the top have a voice therefore i think with social changes we have to make our changes too let's also let the tv sponsors and everyone focus on what is that particular player bringing to the table what skills do they have rather than what are they wearing so that should should be a uniform whatever uniform is there it's fine but don't focus on their clothing focus on their skills whether it's a tv ratings or whatever it is let's change our mindset now let's you know continue and change the way we look at these athletes and i think that change will happen only when we all make a change with the tv ratings are not based on uh, these clothing the tv rate ratings are based only on the skills the sponsors or the marketing department you know teams from different um, uh, sporting uh, companies uh, design the thing based on what is comfortable for the women and not based on what is going to get the more money so i think that's how we can go forward true true now coming to the yeah you were talking about culture and religious the beliefs you know what customs they follow and what about the uh, female athletes belonging to the uh, islamic world uh, where you know definitely you know they are forced to wear not forced there the culture you know that there's a cultural the way they they dress they are they are compulsive they have to wear the burqa when they come out they have to wear the hijab and uh, cover their now we have seen in many competitions where pakistani athletes female athletes participate they are fully clothed they also wear uh, this uh, this scarf like thing over their head and uh, now they are not necessarily wearing even the shorts or the skirts so now definitely now when it comes to comfort uh, when they are also able to compete what's the excuse for the others you know that uh, they have to wear as less as possible to be comfortable so it is in countries where, like in islamic world i'm sure the women may want to wear uh, something more comfortable uh, because it's more difficult for them to play uh, wearing a hijab um, and if you know but they have limited choices because of the consequence they will have to face when they go back to their country um so it is kind of uh, you know you have to take 
these are like two extremes one side of it where you are where you have the islamic world the other side is where you completely wearing skimpy clothes so you take a something in, in between um you know they only it's a very small percentage of the people from the islamic world and i think um though i can't speak for them i'm sure it's not the most comfortable when they have to play but looking at yes. this the consequences that they may have to face this uh, the decision they have to take is i better play that sport rather than you know um, uh, not being selected because not play at all yes, that yes. is where the islamic world i think have a you know really have to fight it out it they will come a long way but there are certain strong traditions which is by their religion that they cannot really uh, do anything about it especially the women you know the women are the one that face uh, you know a, a difficult thing uh, with their outfit but um, they're happy in the sense that at least they're coming out to play whereas you have okay, they will be thankful to be allowed to yeah. play okay so that's what they are thankful for they don't mind wearing all those uh, yeah. they have the independence you know the, the sport brings in a lot of freedom and independence and so for these women it is a liberation you know um when coming into sport i'm going to wear if i was in the same i would wear the hijab if i was in that country but i know that i'm getting freedom i'm getting the independence i'm getting to travel all that compared to if i'm going to defy and say no i'm not going to wear i'll be back in the country and i will have to face other consequences in the western world again in the western world we have you know they will wear because for them style is important um and again it's only certain countries where this is where i think in south america it's a very common if you, you know having lived in the us for about 24 years um when you go to the beaches you can see them you know you can see these people who hardly who really wear skimpy clothes and they're very comfortable in the skin it's fine and there nobody really looks at each other you know that's that's the way it is uh, if a south american was going to come to india it was different you know they would have really get the glares of people so i think looking at the cultures uh, we kind of have to respect them um, but when it comes to olympics um, i think there should be a better uh, uniform for women athletes uh, take uh, you know it should be comfortable so there should not be excuses to say um, you know it is because it is more comfortable only for women same sport two different outfits for men and women no we're going in the wrong direction sport uh, olympics is about participation sports sportsmanship um, that's it and more and more countries to be should be allowed to participate so imposing these uh, uh, these kind of rules you know may prevent a lot of countries where there are so strong cultural binding they will prevent them to come on come on and participate so that is it so coming to indian sports uh, as far as i have seen in cricket uh, the uh, ladies are always uh, very decently dressed I think even in the other countries, uh, the kind of uh, uniforms they wear uh, very long back. If I remember, the Australian teams they were wearing skirts. Even the, even then, they were very decently uh, dressed. You know, even in that even in that attire. Now, I think everybody has switched to long pants and uh, uh, full button t-shirts. And definitely uh, now, yeah, every now definitely when it comes to women, female cricket, now definitely everybody will be noticing their skills, their stats, and how they perform and. They know where they are in, in, less to the male uh, counterparts. They are doing, giving, out, giving out wonderful displays. Especially the last World Cup that was held in Australia was a huge hit, and the finals attracted eighty thousand people. 
I'm sure 80,000 people didn't come to watch their ponies. Definitely, uh, I will not forget that opening partnership that Australians uh, took the wind out of uh, India's sails, and the match was won by them. So, like this, yes, I think if I can speak for cricket, you know. Uh, and now uh, you are associated with sports and women's sports. How is it in India, and uh, where is it going? I think sports uh, in India, especially for women, have come really a long way. You know, initially. earlier um, the lot of focus was on only men's sports and women did not have the necessary infrastructure they did not have the training we never had a physio in earlier days uh, but with whatever we could or whatever we had we did the best out of it um, in in india we had, it was a it was a long battle right in, in especially in cricket um, it was always considered a man's sport therefore uh, women were you know really not given that importance it's only after bcci took over in 2006 that women started getting a lot of um, you know trainings better training um, and at least a small percentage of what the men um, though we have a long way to go women have uh, the kind of competition that's there in women these days uh, that also is very very important because why does competition come it's also the benefits that come with it earlier you know women just did not get proper jobs um you know all that mattered they put money out of our pockets but the passion to play was more important uh, these days uh, women in in india especially cricket it is a career uh you know many of them uh, come out of the regular schools they go to open schools because they want to spend time in the gym they want to ensure they have uh, time for all the activities related to the sport and i think when i look around it's it's fantastic to see indian women um especially what i have is a lot of thing for rural women you know rural women lack the indep- independence and the freedom the urban women have uh but in women's cricket you can see many people from um the rural world fantastic skills and they come on and their life changes because if they were just staying there in in a small village their life was kind of you know just around that here they get to travel um i'm not going to say any names but we have seen many people that have come from um uh, you know uh, rural or to the urban they've played for india and their life has completely changed not just their lives but their families too so i think we you know uh, women's cricket especially in india now i'm sure it's one of the best sports uh the money is good and so i've seen in my experience um all of them just focusing the parents taking the children no matter where the distance is the parents sacrificing their jobs for the children you can see in the cricket ground uh, the parents are uh, brought the laptop and they're sitting in some corner and doing the work where the children are practicing we never could see those things earlier so um sport in india for women will come a long way um i'm sure that um they will get more sponsors like before we never got sponsors now you know women are getting sponsors and i'm really happy that uh, the gap and the discrimination the diversity all that uh, will go a long way for the women in india we are still in just in the starting phase but going forward you can really see a tremendous change with uh cricket and any sport in india particularly women's cricket that is something that i think the girls have done very well and um i'm sure that going forward we will get a lot of jobs for women cricketers 
sponsors for women cricketers um and it will be a good opportunity this is a, this is definitely um a golden moment for uh, women cricketers in india yeah some of them are really celebrated you know everybody knows everyone knows them uh, they are household names nowadays okay now if uh, this sex appeal and discrimination and indecent exposure has to stop the initiative has to come from the women uh, now how can they see to it that uh, they put their foot down see that the full stop is drawn and uh, this will not continue uh, any further uh, what are the steps they need to take uh, it should not be just for one uh, uh, big olympics or around that and things should not go back to normal since the movement has started it has to happen in a big way and this is an opportunity to put an end to this uh, practice so i would definitely say is we are currently at a moment where the athletes are speaking out they are also advocating for themselves now as you see in the norwegian uh, they're telling the world that what they want to do Uh, it, this definitely, after the athletes have voiced out, this may be an opportunity for sports federation, in fact, to incorporate the voices of the athletes, uh, and also really look at what are the past policies and look at the social changes that has happened and make the changes in light of the you know social changes. Um, we have seen also that. women uh, athletes have started to uh, uh, speak on important uh, issues earlier they would just go with what was told to them in today's thing if they can continue to speak and say no this is not okay with me um i'm sure these issues will be reduced uh, we are aware of the uh, we, i'm sure all of us are cognizant of the double standards between men and women will it, the gap will reduce but when women voice out um their opinion regarding it the pay gap will reduce uh definitely um you know um if they're playing the, you know the, in terms of what their voices will be heard uh this also will come into not just sports i'm sure the corporates or the sponsors will hear them out and understand that yeah the tv ratings are important but also it's important that the w- girls are heard the athletes are heard so this next step by um, will be that women should continue to voice their um, opinion and show their skills with their games um, and say no uh, i'm not going to wear those outfit and if they continue to voice their opinion i'm sure um, that these changes will happen in the coming uh, uh, days uh now with more and more women coming out and expressing this is especially uh, like their mental health issues when simon biles came out with her uh, mental health concerns naomi osaka came out with her concerns it has encouraged others also to come out and speak about it because this is such a big taboo and mental health is a very big thing earlier nobody used to come out they used to keep it under wraps and now everybody is coming out with this now it's very important to come out Recently, Vinesh Pogat, of whom a medal was expected, but she disappointed. She came out and gave her reasons for that, some health issues and other things. She also said, uh, "People should understand what I'm going through." She said, "It's not the same as in USA, where uh, Simon Biles has come out and expressed her mental health concerns. I can't do the same in India. It's not accepted. See, see, there is a discrimination here. And now, uh, in fact, at least she has come out with half of it. Now, tomorrow, maybe somebody, someone else, will come and." tell the whole story and uh, they need to be heard and they need to be respected for that 
and the people are saying you know so appreciating simon by some enormous osaka and all the thing that they have the courage to come out and speak about these things so that has to the people start to start expressing that's the only way out i think in the western world you know because mental health has been addressed for many years so people are okay with them um, you know expressing that they have a mental mental health issues um, whereas in india uh, it's all swept under the carpet you know so if you say you are mental health they think that you probably should be uh, you know mentally mentally weak you don't understand that yeah mentally ill mentally weak yes yes mentally ill so um, we have a lot to learn um you know in terms of mental health there is a lo- an acceptance of the people that it that the issue exists i think the first thing is people have to realize that yes there is something called a mental health issues and we need to address it that is when once you start accepting that it exists and it's normal it is okay uh it's not a disgrace to the family or is not a disgrace to that uh, particular athlete or a sports person um and then we can address it i'm sure now there are psychologists in a lot of teams uh sports teams that kind of help them uh but um i would say it's an only touched maybe you know a very small percentage of the iceberg it, we have a long way to go and we have to understand it better we definitely have to understand it better uh, there are some women athletes that came back recently i'm sure they miss their families it could be the mental stress it's the competition it's the expectation not like earlier days right vishnath i mean earlier days it was different you just did it but today the no. pressure no. that is there in terms in they don't perform um, they're beaten up pretty much right not physically beaten up but mentally they are really discarded to the lowest if they don't perform when they perform we take them right up so mental issue is something that should be even taught in schools I'm sure there is so much you know especially Bangalore being a suicide capital yes. for young people the pressure yeah. of now now it is compulsory that every uh, school should have a counselor when the counselor is available they have to go up and they have to encourage to come up and speak whenever they are not feeling comfortable in the mind uh, yeah so how many of them will come and feel so that is something at the grassroots level they should say it's okay you can come and speak to me there may be a lot of pressures the children you know the teachers should be able to handle such students the teachers are to put a lot of pressure on the students therefore the ch- the young school kids go through a lot of pressure and the professionalism is not there so much and the confidentiality is not there um within the counselors in schools may or may not be there but still it is you know when they go out they may talk about the child so the child kind of feels uncomfortable when they see the other teachers so i think it's about acceptance it is okay to be mentally have those mental issues because it's fine um that mindset has to be triggered you know we really have to trigger on that uh, to uh, and accept that person so in india i think we have only really touched a very small percentage i would say when i look around um but at least it is the first start definitely a first start and it has to be introduced in schools uh, because we have to reduce even the suicide rates and we have to reduce how to um, it, that failure is really not something that is the end of the world you know failure is something that it's okay you know you fall you get up 
but in our school system itself it starts right there Vishnu yes. I mean when you say you know you in school just because you get a 90% you are all up there and they may may or may not do well in, in life um whereas um you know the person that just got maybe 60% may do extremely well in life so let us first take out that um you know importance of only the marks and then you know let us make it a more holistic kind of thing in schools introduction of sports in schools and making it part of um not just the pt period where many times its class is taken away by a social studies teacher or somebody but make sports you know uh, some uh, an important part of a curriculum from the school that definitely will be the first step in reducing mental health from there and once you know how to you know kind of accept that and say it's okay if i am not uh, if i feel that i have not got that 90 like my peer does i'm okay it's fine i've got other skills that's what i do when i go into the schools or when i go into college to teach i always tell them that it is okay for you not to get that percentage of 90 because in life it is not just about your academic scores so mental health all comes about how do we teach these youngsters to accept that it is fine i have other skills that i can go to and if we can start at the grassroots at school then i think by the time they become an adult they will be able to accept those challenges um in the real world when as adults so mental issue something um we should continue to have experts in that uh, we can we should continue to focus as part of uh think the grassroots and we should also have them in um in corporates you know we must have some counseling session they will do it one off but we must have a, you know always somebody with that expertise in larger corporates because where the pressure is very very high we must have them in sports in all arenas we must have experts in mental issues that can address this and help the um, help the population thank you so much that's a huge encouragement uh, for us mental trainers and counselors <laughs> that's uh, yeah, it's it's music to my ears now very nice well said i hope people will uh, no our people will, a lot of people will listen to this and uh, Uh, come out and express their concerns with us okay it's very nice rachel thank you so much for accepting my invitation coming on the show speaking about this um, sensitive touchy subject of uh, sex appeal uh, with regard to the female uh, athletes and you also touched upon mental health you spoke so well about the mental health issues and uh, you were experienced person yourself uh, came out in the right way and express let us hope uh, uh the uh, female you know um, female sport also uh imbibes a lot of these changes and it will be as equal to the males uh, sport and uh, things will improve going ahead uh thank you so much uh, for coming on the show it was uh, lovely having you thank you so much uh, vishnath it was a wonderful uh, experience and uh, an opportunity to express uh, a topic that was very dear to oh, me oh thank you welcome